Welcome to our New Testament devotional guide. Today we are in Colossians chapter 4. Colossians 4 picks up on the ending of Colossians 3, where it says, Masters, give your bondservants what is just and fair, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. In other words, masters, you better be aware because God will judge you. Now, I do believe that as bond servants in chapter 3, verse number 22, and masters in chapter 4, verse 1 are addressed, we do need to say something. Paul does not affirm slavery, nor does he seek a political revolution. There were as many as 60 million slaves, they believe, in the Roman Empire. Now, emperor worship towards Caesar was already rampant and expected, and believers were already refusing to bow to Caesar, so they were considered rebels. Paul was not seeking a political revolution. Instead, he was sharing Jesus for personal salvation and speaking to servants and masters to show Christian principles in their relationships and let Jesus' love and the Holy Spirit in them change the situation from within. We pick up in verse number two, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. And Paul says, then pray for a door to be open for us. As we think about Paul's call to prayer, there's the call to pray earnestly, to continue. There should be a regular prioritized time of prayer and to pray earnestly with fervency and with passion, and then to pray vigilantly, to stay alert, to be watchful, to keep focused. And then Paul prays, hey, uh, ask the Lord to open up doors for us to speak the message of Christ that we could make him known. Verse number five, the picture is, is as believers, they were to pray earnestly, but live wisely. Notice, walk in wisdom toward those who are outside, redeeming the time. Uh, walk in wisdom. You should model integrity in a Christ-like life and live with urgency because you only have a limited amount of time. Redeem the time you have. And then to speak graciously. Words that are wholesome. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt. Words that are wholesome and loving and gentle and truthful. And add some salt. Salt seasons uh, something. Salt preserves. Remember, they didn't have refrigeration in the first century. But salt can also make you thirsty. So, as a believer today, make sure and throw a little salt in your speech. In verses 7 through 18, Paul concludes the message to the church at Colossae with greetings. He kind of lays out special folks he wants to recognize. Let me just point out a few. First off, Tychicus is a beloved brother, a faithful minister, fellow servant. Notice in verse number nine, Onesimus. We're going to see Onesimus's name again in the book of Philemon. He was a runaway slave ministering to Paul, and he had run away from Philemon. Notice in verses 12 through 13, Epaphras, the founder of the church at Colossae, he was laboring fervently for you in prayer. There, he has great zeal and a heart for you. Notice in verse number 14, Luke, the beloved physician, that's the writer of the gospel of Luke, and Demas greets you. Demas is mentioned here as standing alongside Paul and ministering alongside Paul in Colossians chapter 3. But in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 9 through 10, we know that Demas deserts and leaves Paul, and we, we figure he leaves the faith. Notice in verse 15, he greets those who have the church in his house, and then in verse 17, he greets Archippus, and he gives him the challenge to fulfill your ministry. 
Archippus is filled with great potential. I don't know where your life is today, but I pray that we would be an Archippus today and that we would fulfill our ministry and not be a Demas today falling away from the Lord. <laughs>